Welcome to the A1 Content Services Podcast. My name is John, and today we're going to talk about e-commerce SEO. In most cases, if you have an e-commerce store or website online, you're probably not thinking about SEO because in terms of getting sales on your website, in most cases, uh, people search for a product and you may show up and you're more concerned with how your website functions, if the credit card thing works, uh, if the add to cart, all your functions inside the website work. But Google recently shared six tips for e-commerce search results that can help you um, get that organic traffic, especially if you're talking about having um, an e-commerce website that might have some competition. Um, so if you don't niche down to a specific product and you just want to be the next Amazon selling tens of millions of products uh, over uh, tons of different categories, um, you do definitely want to stand out to some degree. So um, Google's going to share some tips. I'm going to take those down and I'm going to um, compare them to typical regular SEO tips and uh, we'll see if we can get your e-commerce store ranking better in Google. Uh, when Google released these tips uh, just this week, it was in video format, and um, the video began by making sure you understood that there was three specific things that Google prefers to see on e-commerce websites. This is separate from SEO that you can do on your website to gain organic traffic, um, but basically talked about how you having good product images can really help visitors when they get to your site. A lot of places that sell products do their own product imagery but there are some dropship companies that you can set up an e-commerce website through where you're given a large library of stock imagery of those products so those are all usually very well um, produced photos and can can be used in your e-commerce store uh, what I'm referring to is um, small e-commerce maybe mom-and-pop stores in the local area that are selling uh, handmade jewelry or um, you know dresses handmade dresses or clothing and that kind of thing and and just getting those pictures perfect for the website to make sure the customer knows what they're looking at building trust that that product is an actual thing and uh, worthy of them coming to purchase it from you makes a big difference um, the next thing that Google refers to in the video is um, uh, star ratings on your products you want to build trust that uh, people definitely have shopped there before so maybe they're leaving ratings on the products and also on the store alone so you want to be able to give out feedback surveys to your customers you want to post those ratings on your website so that people can understand that other customers have come here purchased items got what they wanted in a normal e-commerce type uh, consumer fashion so that's definitely something you'd like to consider Price and availability <clears throat> on your products also makes a big difference. Nobody wants to go to a website and see that they have a thousand products and then every time they click on one, it's out of stock. So if you can pull out of stock options down so that they're not even seen, that's great. Or at least make it very prominent that you are low in stock or out of stock on something specific so that the customer knows this before they even place the order. Uh, nobody wants to place an order <clears throat> like they did back in 1999 and uh, get an email um, a day later stating, oh, I'm sorry, this product is actually out of stock. We're going to have to cancel the order. That just doesn't work today. So being able to have that process nailed down for your products on your product pages is definitely something Google is going to take a look at, um, especially when you're talking about making them eligible for enhanced listings 
or you know being able to participate in the merchant sender feed um, which is a whole other podcast we can go over that another time later um, but if you just keep those three things in mind then we can get started on the e-commerce seo side of things okay so i don't think it's going to surprise anybody when i talk about the first thing that they talk about on the video is uh, title tags so meta titles been important since the first day of the internet especially since the first day of google uh, you definitely want to make sure that your pages are are developing those types of tags for search and of course you don't want to build the impression that you have something that you don't have so you don't want to confuse the customer you don't want to make them uh, have a different impression of your site when they get there based on what you had in the title tag so definitely go ahead and generate a website title tag and of course depending on the e-commerce platform you use those are automatically done of course they should all be able to be changed and um, crafted in a way that you feel like it um, the title element doesn't really describe the entire web page um, the, this is just the content from the heading of the page um, or maybe the anchor text links that go to the page so the descriptions that you know we're so used to writing for each page can be rewritten by Google because they're uh, changing up their way that they display organic results now but the titles are still something that you have full control over so make sure that if you have full control over them or your developer can help you with them that you make sure that they are relevant to each page product page contact page about us page home page everything and uh, that they don't lead the customer into the website with a with a different impression um, than you'd want them to have when they get there. And one thing to keep in mind too, uh, especially if you're using e-commerce software like Shopify or um, any of the other ones that are out there, is you want to be able to have control over your dynamic title tags. Uh, sometimes dynamic title tags um, are very easy to just overlook because they're automatically done in the background. Um, but if you have any dynamically tags, dynamic tags that also bring in the availability of the product or even the price data, um, sometimes Google's not going to be able to see that quick enough for the search results. So it can give kind of a bad user experience from the Google side of things. So that's just something you should keep in mind. Um, it's definitely a, a bad customer experience if they see a dynamically created title tag in Google that says you have 13 of these widgets available at $9.99 each. They click to the website, you change the pricing to $14.99 each, and there's actually only two left. So there's some confusion that can be added, and having outdated information within Google search results before you get to the page is definitely not going to be good for you or the consumer, or Google for that matter. Uh, going back to the, the images coming up in the second tip from Google, um, definitely include high-quality images. The user experience is going to be through the roof. Uh, it's going to be way better than images that customers are tr maybe uh, trying to figure out what the product even is if it's something brand new. Uh, I don't think we have to even talk about the fact that there's websites out there that spend thousands of dollars on product imagery. And the reason that they do that, we're talking about high quality images. You can go straight to Apple and see exactly what they do with their imagery. They make their products look beautiful. They make everything worthy of um, any customer that comes there that wants to look around and really get close and intimate with the product and uh, build that trust before they want to buy it. So being able to create enough um, trust through the images that you are portraying your products with is, is uh, key to this. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that sometimes Google will show your imagery within the um, search engine result pages. 
Of course, it's only if you have it structured properly. If Google feels like the product image is relevant, you definitely want a product that looks good through a, a high quality 1200 mega, 1200 uh, pixel wide image so that if Google throws that in the rich snippet or something that you definitely have something there that can grab the customer's eye and it also is relevant to what they see when they click through to your website. Tip number three for your e-commerce SEO is uh, share rich product data. So this might be a little confusing for people, but basically any structured data that you put on the back end of your website, and again, most e-commerce platforms will have this available for you to either edit or dynamically create. So it's not like you don't have it. It's just there and you have to look look for it. Um, Google takes that information and that's how they use to display proper information on the Google search results. So you're again giving Google a little bit of a snippet of your website, of the page. They can crawl faster and they want to see things like product title, description, images, ratings, price if you have it listed, um, and availability of course. So all that information can be structured into rich uh, product data. Google grabs that and immediately will show that or decide how to show that on the search engine results um, that a customer will be seeing before they click through to your site. And again, that's where the high quality imagery comes into play. Of course, Google has help docs on all the structured data so you can check the product structured data guidelines that they have so that you can see what's required on your website for Google to notice and to put into search results. So. They're not going to not show your search result if it's relevant, um, but this information will definitely give a bit of uh, the consumer, the searcher, the organic search results page, a better idea of what to see when they click through on that link. So something you definitely want to take a look at because Google is really starting to um, shake up the search results pages and that rich structure uh, of the product data is definitely on the top of their list. Google knows full well that um, consumers come to the site, search for products, and they want to see pricing right away. One of the newest things that they had started doing recently was uh, price drops. So you can share your price drop data. That's tip number four today. And if you do that and you have a price drop on your product, it goes, Google comes through, searches through your, your product, sees that you have a price drop, it is eligible for to show up in, um, in rich results. Um, it might include the offer property in the product structure data that has a specific price point, not a price range. So you have to again look at the rich product data and make sure that it's structured properly for um, that to happen. So if you do drop a product price, say $5 or something like that, it triggers um, the crawler that comes through from Google and says, oh, this product actually changed its price, $5. That's significant. Let's show the price drop in the search results, of course. That is going to get plenty of attention from consumers and possibly more clicks through to your website. So definitely take a look at that price drop data to go along with your rich product data. So the fifth tip from Google for e-commerce SEO is identifying the products that you sell. Now, not only are you trying to set up a Google Merchant Center feed and getting all your product structured data properly situated on your website so Google can see it the way that they want to. You also want to remember that each product has a GTIN identifier number. That's a global trade item number. And if you can put that into your uh, structured data, Google will also grab that and then they're actually able to cross-reference that to the you know, global trade item number database and verify the numbers that are the products, I'm sorry, that you're selling. So being able to put that in there if you have it um, is definitely going to be a bonus for your uh, e-commerce SEO efforts. 
Okay, and now we're down to the last, the sixth e-commerce SEO tip for your website from Google. And this is basically just creating a Google business profile. Go ahead and check out a bunch of my episodes on Google Business Profile Manager, uh, Google Business Profiles, etc., whatever they called them, and uh, get one set up. It doesn't matter if you have a um, e-commerce site only or you have brick and mortar with an e-commerce site. You can set one up and have it verified through Google. And this is only going to help you build another presence within uh, Google, of course. And it's also going to allow you to, to accept reviews, which is going to boost your trust of consumers and uh, give you just another place to kind of show up when people are digging through that huge pile of haystack needles looking for that one thing that they've been searching for um, for the last week. So you always want to be able to raise a flag any chance you can. And when Google gives you a free opportunity to do that through the Google Business Profile Manager, why not take the opportunity to do that? If you want to learn how to set one of those up, please go back to a couple of my episodes from the last uh, month or so. I talk a little bit more in depth about how it helps your business, what's available inside there, um, how does this set it up, what kind of information you don't want to miss, and uh, how you want to present your business through the Google Business Profile Manager. So that is it for this episode really quick. And I just wanted to touch base again on what we learned. We talked real quickly and briefly about the six tips for e-commerce SEO. And those included uh, title tags, making sure you do them in high quality, have your high quality imagery available so Google can grab it if necessary to show in the SERPs, um, get your rich product data out there so that Google can read it and the consumers are getting more information before they click through. Um, Share your price drop data. We definitely talked about that. If you got price drops, you definitely want to put that into your structured data so that Google can see it. Identify the products you sell with the GTIN identifiers. And then to create a business profile in Google My Business Profile Manager. Um, those six tips should get your e-commerce site going. So I think that's going to be it. Once again, thank you for listening. I hope you found the information useful for your small business marketing strategy. Please consider subscribing to this podcast um, so you're notified when I get uh, published new content. I would love to continue this conversation on Twitter. You can find me there at A1Content. Otherwise, you can visit my website at A1ContentServices.com to read about more actionable digital marketing methods for your small business. And uh, you don't need to leave a review for your in this in your podcast app. However, if you do know anybody that owns a small business or is thinking about starting a website, feel free um, to share this podcast if you think they might benefit from what you heard today. That's all I have for now, so take care, and I'll see you next week.